Hey, what's up, everyone? This is, you know, I got so with you guys doing a podcast for this uh, this bracket that we started, uh, which kind of which we wa- which we want to find out what everyone's favorite R and B album is from 1995 to 2004, which is, I guess, considered the golden era of R and B. Um, so we've we've already started on a couple of matchups. Um, haven't really given you guys the results of each matchup yet, so we figure this would be a good time to not only give you the results, but also give you a little bit of analysis on each matchup. And, you know, I got Tom, and we got Ed with us, um, and they're gonna, they're gonna pretty much break down each matchup for you guys, and in addition to that, I will be asking questions, like I always do. Um, on a side note, um, as far as the voting and how that goes, a lot of it was based on Facebook votes, but we also incorporated Instagram comments as well. So if you feel like you saw a lot of votes on Facebook and you're wondering how they lost, it may be just due to the fact that um, I rigged it or um, they had a lot of Instagram comments. So, yeah. Um, so anyway, we're going to quickly um, go through each matchup for you guys. So the first one that we had was, and this was an interesting one, it was actually really close. It was the Mary J. Blige album, Share My World, and the Aaliyah, self-titled Aaliyah album, a.k.a. the Red album. Uh, and the results is that the Mary J. album moved on by a very, very close margin. Um, what do you guys think about that matchup and how it ended up? Uh, I think it shows that we have a large Aaliyah following on the site, which we already knew, because we represent her. You know, a lot of people don't carry on the legacy, but we've always tried to. But I think the right choice was made. I agree. I was actually surprised by this one, players, because we know how ravenous fans are for that Red album. But but song for song, album for album, Share My World is MJB's most underrated album. And to me, still better than Aaliyah's album, even though I do think the Red album is her best album. I think Mary J is the rightful winner. So I agree with the choice. Good choice. Well, the first question I'll ask you guys is, you know, obviously this is the first round. If this Aaliyah album had not uh, faced the Mary album in the first round and faced another album, do you think, how far do you think the Aaliyah album would have gone in this bracket? I assume that album would have dominated this bracket. I expected it to go all the way to the end. So to see that as the first upset was really mind-blowing for me. Well, I don't know. I could see the other side. I, to me, the album is un, is underappreciated. I mean, it was her final album. The Aaliyah album was her final album, and you know, it didn't. It wasn't selling well at first. It picked up after she passed, but I mean, I don't it's know. It's crazy. You think it's underappreciated? I think it's slightly overrated. I mean, don't get me wrong. Great album. I know y'all gonna come for me because you always do in the comments. Burn me up, but. It's a great album, but is it the end-all, be-all? Not really. I think that it gets the love that it deserves. Sometimes it goes a little overboard. And, of course, I mean, I love Aaliyah. We all love Aaliyah. So sometimes that kind of pushes things a little farther than I think it should sometimes. But that's why I expected this album, of all the albums, to at least make the final four. So big surprise, big shock just out of the gate. And then just in terms of seedings, because I know people are wondering how we ended up matching up all these albums, um, we, we based it on a couple of things. We based it on album sales. We based it on just 
the critical acclaim that each album has gotten. So, um, you know, just in terms of the Aaliyah album, like like Tom said, didn't start out selling as much as, you know, a lot of these other albums, which is why it ended up being seated so low. But, I mean, it's still a great album. Like we, like we all agree, I think, if it were matched up against another album, it probably could have gone a lot further. But, hey, Mary J, share my world. Um, the next matchup that we have for you guys, and this was kind of an interesting one. I actually thought the other person was going to win, and that was the Joe, My Name is Joe album versus the Donnell Jones, Where I Want to Be album. I honestly thought that, that the uh, Donnell album would come up on top, but Joe ended up prevailing. No, see, I thought that this was Joe's, and I thought that it would be a sweep for Joe. Like, Joe's fan base, especially since I've been with you guys on You Know I Got Soul, Joe has his underrated, ravenous online fan base. And, I mean, album for album, I think it's just a better album than Donnell's album. It had, Donnell's had the stronger single. But I just think that, in this case, the better album won. Personally, I I think it could have gone either way. Uh, well, I agree about the fan base. We showed Joe a lot of love. We also showed Donnell a lot of love. But, man, this for me, this was a close one. I could have seen it going either. Either way, but I think I knew the voting was going to go in Joe's favor. And uh, you know what? That's that's fair. Uh, both great albums, but you know someone has to lose. And unfortunately for Donnell, uh, he's eliminated from this. Um, the next matchup we had was, and this was an interesting one, just because both artists have such huge followings. And that was the TLC album Fan Mail versus Usher's My Way album. TLC ended up winning that one. Um, I don't know if you guys have any comments on this one or, you know, just talk to me about these. I have a comment of, on everything. Of course, player, you know me by now. Right. I, I love fan mail. I think it, again, was the right win. And, again, I think it was the it was the only choice to go here. So I applaud the voting. My Way is a good album, but it isn't Usher's flagship album. And although it is one of his stronger offerings, really probably his most underrated offering, if you you know if you want to get down to it. But Fan Mail just has that allure of being the last quote unquote proper TLC album, and it's just a really good album too. So great singles, overall great album. So good win for TLC. I'm down for it. You think that the TLC album is a bit overrated because of the, how well it's sold? Um, I agree that it is a little overrated, but again, I think it's a very strong album. It deserves the props it gets. But in recent years, yeah, it's a little overrated because I've heard some people kind of put it up there with Crazy Sexy Cool. No, player, it's not that good. But I do think that it, in recent years, has kind of been raised a little bit. Still a good album. I can't hate yeah, and to all the Usher fans out there who who were disappointed, um, Usher is actually the only artist in this bracket, in this tournament that has three albums on here. So there's that going for him. <laughs> yeah, he ain't going nowhere. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yep. Uh, the following album, and this one I I wasn't surprised by, but you know I kind of wish it went the other way, and that was the genuine album, The Bachelor, had the song Pony on there, and then you had Whitney Houston's My Love Is Your Love, which had a handful of hits on that album. Um, Whitney Houston came up on top. Uh, just talk about that. Uh, Ed? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be polite, but see, and let you go. But um, 
This one surprised me. This is like the Joe Donnell um, kind of matchup for you, Tom, because I thought that it would be – I thought that Whitney deserved to win this one, but I thought that it would be very close, and I thought that Genuine might sneak it out, again, just because we're fan voting and Genuine is so beloved. I mean, of course, Whitney is too, but Genuine's Bachelor album to this day is just still revered. Whitney's My Love Is Your Love is probably my favorite personal Whitney album. I think it's one of her best albums. But I, it's one of those albums that you just don't hear about anymore. So I was glad to see it got the love that it deserved. Again, another deserved win, I think. All right, and the, the following one. And the one thing that I kind of want to point out is that, um, you know, because this is fan voting and we can't really control, you know, who votes for what, um, the one thing that I will encourage for everyone is to, you know, if you make a vote, make an educated vote, which means that um, at least try to vote when you've listened to both albums that are, Thank you, yes. that are facing <laughs> up against each other. Because uh, this, this next one, and I'll be honest with you, I haven't listened to one of these albums, so I didn't really make a vote on it, but that was the Aaliyah One in a Million album and the Groove Theory album. Um, talk about this one, because I know a lot of people, of course, love the Aaliyah one in a million album but then you have a handful of people and I was kind of surprised by how many votes this got but the Groove Theory album that got a lot of votes well I've heard both so let me go in and go off a little bit I think that a lot of that voting as you mentioned were from Rabbit Lever fans I love y'all too but I think it's very unfair to vote for something that you and to, 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 to laud something and you haven't heard the other one I wonder if all of those Aaliyah fans have actually heard Groove Theory's album other than, you know, just the single that we all love. Have you heard it through? Because it is a very solid piece of work. And I would have been very happy to see it win. It would have been a huge upset if it did. I'm not upset that Aaliyah pulled it off. But I do worry that Groove Theory didn't get a fair shake on this one. It's a personal favorite of mine, that Groove Theory album. Oh, that's why you're my boy. I think even I think I like it even better than the Aaliyah album, to be honest. Cause it's, it's really just, close. I can listen to that Groove Theory straight through. The Aaliyah, for me, there's some skippable songs, but it's close. But interesting matchup. I yeah. would really put Tell Me up there with. It might be of the two albums that might be the best song out of two. You can crucify me if you want, but ain't nobody touching Tell Me. Still yeah. that's debatable. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, player, it's still a banger. <laughs> well, I think the good thing with this is as, as uh, for the further we get into this tournament, you're going to see more recognizable names, and right. that's when the fan bases will really start to show. And hopefully, like I said, everyone listens to the albums and makes an educated vote, you know, leaves the bias aside. Mm-hmm. But um, the next one, you know, we have fans for both of these artists and that's Janet Jackson's Velvet Rope album as well as Brian McKnight's Back at One album Janet mm-hmm. Jackson came up on top I think that was kind of expected um, just talk about that uh, easy win for Janet for me Brian's Back at One is really celebrated and you know it gets a lot of props at the end of the day it has a lot of sleepy spots in it got some, got some snoozing got some, got some NyQuil going on in a few tracks <laughs> Whereas Janet's a bit more spread out and a bit more complete for me. And, I mean, even just taking away the giant Janet fan base that we have, I just think it's a stronger album. I think it was an easy win. Yeah, can't argue with that. 
Alright, and now uh, this one we just actually counted up, counted out the votes today. Um, so this one I thought, you know, this could have gone either way, I think. We have a lot of Blackstreet fans. I don't know where they're coming from, but we actually do have a lot of Blackstreet fans. And we also have a lot of Jill Scott fans. We have a lot of Neil Soul fans that follow us as well. So Jill Scott's Who is Jill Scott? Blackstreet, another level. Um, you know, Jill Scott ended up winning that one. But I feel like that Blackstreet album, it, it, it could have it could have won. It could have. It was a pick on. It could have been either way. It just depended on really which fan base just went harder. Really, it's really hard to pick. I think I would lean closer toward Jill Scott's album, but it's really hard to pick. I'm really happy with anyone moving on. You think that's Jill's best album? I think so. I think, I mean, you're putting a brother on the spot. I think so. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of running through everything in my head real quick, but I really think that was the one I enjoyed the most. It might be her album. She's just so consistent that she's an artist that is really hard to pick the best one. But that I think you might have something. I think that might be it. Yeah. And, um, you know, the next matchup. Ed, let me ask you, who's your favorite artist? I mean, we all, if you are listening to this podcast, and if you don't know I don't, that I ride for um, Chief Keith Sweat, then you need to do your research, player. That's my boy. Well, your boy had to face a monster known as Brown Sugar by D'Angelo. Did the votes on it. Keith Sweat unfortunately lost by two votes. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I am disappointed in all of you hearing the sound of my voice. Now, don't get me wrong, I love Brown Sugar. Outstanding album. But Keith's album, that self-titled 96 banger with single after single after single after single. Ugh. Ugh. What's wrong with y'all? Two votes. I could have got three of my friends and towed that up. <laughs> Why, hear some bias in that tone? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, unfortunately, Keith Sweat will not be moving on with this, but I'm sure we'll hear more about this matchup and the album in general in our move in our uh, coming podcasts. So, anyway, moving forward, this one I think was a pretty easy choice. Although I mm -hmm. kind of wish that Khalees would have gotten a little more love, and that's her debut album versus R. Kelly's self-titled album. R. Kelly kind of won pretty badly on that one, but. Um, I think for the one for the people who who did vote for Khalees' album, I think they appreciated the Neptunes on that album as well as Khalees, but just seemed like R. Kelly that album. I mean, yeah, I mean it's one of those matchups that you knew poor Khalees was gonna get murked the second that she got the see. <laughs> she just got a rough go, and Kelly just blazed through her. I think it was the right choice. I think it was the right album. Kaleidoscope's a solid album, but it just couldn't match up to that that behemoth. No way she was overtaking that. Yeah, I agree with you, Ed. It's a horrible matchup. Yeah. Mm -hmm. well, well, let me ask you: Do you guys think that Khalees album is appreciated by R&B fans in general? Because it seems more like a. It doesn't really seem like the R&B fans really, you know, uh, show that album as much love as I think they should. Well, I think that's a good question. I think, honestly, that this album gets more love from R&B fans than a lot of her later work. Because 
you know, she came on. She had that production from the Neptunes. It was just like the hottest thing going in 99 at the time. So I think that of all her albums, it seems to be the one that people remember the most and show the most love. I mean, it wasn't her biggest critical milkshake shaping type stuff. We would get to that later on. But I think R&B fans really respected it. But, man, you just couldn't match up with that R. Kelly album. It just was not going to happen. Yep. And uh, the next matchup, this one was really close as well, which I think was expected. It's Monica's debut album, Miss Thing, versus Music Soul Child's debut album. Um, really close matchup. Monica comes up on top. Um, guys, just talk to me about this music album and where you think this album could have ended up if it had not faced the Monica album. Play, I don't. This is one that I don't agree with. This is one that I think. I think Mon- I, I love Monica's debut. I think that Music's debut showed just a little bit more versatility than Monica's did. And I expected this one to actually win. So I didn't think it was an upset, but I was a little shocked. I think it was a solid, really solid piece of work. And if it had moved on, again, it would have been matched up against R. Kelly, which is going to, again, stomp out all competition at this point. So I don't really see it advancing that far. But I think it was slightly shortchanged. This Monica album, I don't even hear people talk about it too often, to be honest. I mean, I but when you think about now. it, which Monica album do people really talk about? No, no, you know, no shade to Monica because this might be my favorite album from her. But you really just don't. You hear more singles from her than actual bodies of work. Right. I agree. I can't argue with that. So, yeah, perhaps uh, nostalgia played a little part in this voting. Um, but, you know, Monica will move on and face R. Kelly, so we'll see what happens afterwards. <laughs> um, so this one I don't think we really need to spend too much time on is the Jodeci Show After Party Hotel album versus the John Legend Get Lifted album. Um, Jodeci wins. Um, any, this was any, like Godzilla against the Geico Lizard. This was <laughs> not <gonna happen>. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's give John Legend some credit. That album was good. <laughs> oh, no, no, no question. Yeah. It's, um... I wouldn't say it's his best album, but it's definitely top two or three. Great album. But the Jodeci album is was a game changer. It's, as you know, huge fan base on, you know, I got sold for this album. So, no, man, they weren't moving that one. Yep. And the next matchup we have, and I think this really showcases, you know, our, our true fan base and mm-hmm. people who follow our site. And that's, you know, with this matchup, the 112, Room 112 album, their second album versus... Justin Timberlake's Justified album. 112 came out on top. Um, Justin Timberlake's album, I think, is a great album, but I think the fans, you know, they really showed up for this one and voted for 112. Player, this is like, if I reviewed, if, you know, if, if Young Ed, the young player, back in 98 and then 2001 or two, whenever Justified dropped, was doing albums. Both of these albums might be five star affairs, so this is like a really ma- a good matchup between super heavyweights. But and agree, I- I'm not mad at the choice. I think Justin is the slightly better album. 112 is the better R&B album. So again, I don't really mind the choice, and I understand why the fan base would vote for that album. Hmm. I mean, here you say you give something a five. I'm a little shocked. Usually it's. Mm-hmm. Four. Or even more 3. common, 3.5 of a death. So. <laughs> yes, 3.5 of doom will send your favorite artist to my doorstep. Yep. Um, the next album, 
Uh, we had to put a Beyonce out. Well, let me let me backtrack on this because Tom and I had talked about this on which 112 album we should put on here. Uh, mm-hmm. We both agreed on the second one. Do you think there's an argument for the first one to be on here? Oh, it's a, it's a definite argument, and I've gone on record before to say their first three albums are probably the best one, two, three punch that in that era that we've had because the, the quality is so high. It's almost a pick em between any three, but I would go with the second album, so I wasn't mad at that choice. I think that one just slightly encompasses all that's great about 112. The first one's a little too ballad heavy. The second, the third one's got all those weird remixes at the end that are unnecessary. I think this one was the right balance. So good, good on y'all. Y'all did it right. All right. And after that, of course, you got to have a Beyonce album in there just so we don't get killed. Yes. Uh, Beyonce. Faces Brian McKnight's anytime. Uh, Beyonce ends up winning that one, which is surprising because our fan base does not seem to like Beyonce. <laughs> Any chance they get, they will bash Beyonce. But I mean, they chose this album. That's that's kind of surprising for me. Tough blow for uh, Brian McKnight in the first round. He's done already. <laughs> Boy, he yes, he got sent to the showers too quick. And I, I think that. Uh, I've been back and forth on Beyonce. She has some good albums. She has some overrated albums. This is one of the overrated albums. I might have gone with Brian McKnight on this one, so I am kind of surprised at the outcome. Beyonce has much better work than Dangerously in Love, but uh, she's going on to the next round. Yep. And on the next in the next round, she will be facing Usher's 8701, which uh, defeated Anthony Hamilton's Coming from Where I'm From. Um, I. It's kind of hard for me, and I read some fans who mentioned this as well, where they looked at Usher's album as more R&B slash pop, whereas Anthony Hamilton's album is, you know, traditional R&B. Um, do you think it's fair to judge albums just based on, you know, how different they are from each other? I think so, and and we've talked about this kind of um, outside of podcast land. We have to have a um, actual podcast discussion about this. Sometimes I think fans split hairs too much when it comes to R and B and pop because the, the thing about R and B that makes it beautiful is that it incorporates so many elements of different genres. So even though yeah, there's some pop elements in A Seven Hundred One, it's still R and B, whereas Anthony Hamilton is more traditional. Honestly, I would have gone with Anthony on this one. I understand why Usher won, and you know it would have been upset if Anthony won. I think he was a more complete album, but I think it was a fair matchup, even though Usher's had a little bit more pop sensibilities and much more mainstream appeal. Can't argue with that. Yep. All right. So um, I'll be honest with you guys. We haven't we haven't actually finished this entire matchup yet uh, this round. So we have a couple of. Um, Matchups that we still need to go through. One of them, which I am really looking forward to, is the Faith yes. Faith album versus Brandy's Full Moon album. Uh, I'll probably get that up online on Facebook probably within the next 24 hours, just so we can see the Brandy fans and the Faith Evans fans duke it out. Um, just quickly, what's your prediction on that one? I'm gonna go with Brandy. Well, actually, no, I'll change that. I can see it's going either way. Both well, of these fan bases are rabid on our site. All right, well, better question is, which one would you pick? Faith. Easily. Yes, easily Faith. Will that happen? I doubt it. Because the 
Full Moon is one of those albums that I like, but it seems to, for some reason, become like mythic in past years that people are like, oh my god, it was like game changer. I'm like, it was good, but geez, y'all. Now, Faith, again, and we were talking about five star albums before, this is a five star album. To me, Faith, if this mm-hmm. was the Ed bracket, it would be probably in the, in the, um, Final Four, easily. Now that I think about it, if this was the Ed bracket. Ed was handing out fives like they were nothing back in the 90s. Yeah, back in the 90s. <laughs> now I'm stingy with them mugs. <laughs> and the very last uh, matchup for this side of the bracket, um, I mean, I'd be, I'd be super shocked if the outcome was not what I thought it would be, but that's Lauren Hill's Miseducation album versus Toto's Toto album. Yep, another five-star album, Tom. That... Lauren Hill, magnificent, magnificent album. Totem's album has some good singles on it, respectable, but that's about it. Good debut, nothing that matches the monster that is Miseducation. Nothing to debate there. All right, so now that we've seen one side of this bracket, and you're, you know, you've seen the ones that have moved on, moving forward, just a quick prediction: Who do you see making it all the way to the end? To that final Ooh. two. Man. I'm going to go with Lauren Hill and D'Angelo. Really? Yeah. My prediction. I, I'm going with Usher and Aaliyah. Oh, yeah. You can't forget about Aaliyah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm going with. Yep. Mm. All right. So. Let's move on to the next side of things. We got, I think this, and I don't know how much you guys have analyzed each side to see which side is stronger. I think it's pretty well balanced. Mm-hmm. Um, although I think this side, the the right side, has a little more established need. Eh, that might be hard to say. Eh. I think it's pretty well balanced. But regardless, yeah. uh, the first album, we actually had a, I guess, a wild card matchup between the Aphrodisiac album and T- uh, of Brandy's and the Teacher Moses Complex Simplicity album. Uh, mm-hmm. Brandy ended up losing that one. Teacher Moses moved on, and she had the unlucky situation where she had to face Tony Braxton's Secrets album. Uh, surprisingly, the the matchup was rather close, but Tony squeezed it out. So, any surprise See, there? No, I don't think it was surprise that that it was a surprise that it's close. Tidra's fan base is rabid, and they are all for it. And Complex Simplicity is an outstanding album. It, you know, just honestly, is not better than Secrets. Secrets is just just too good. And the right album won, but a respectable showing by Tidra just shows how passionate her fans are. We love Tidra. You know, we always show her love, and we have a lot of her fans coming through. But can't top that Tony album. No. Uh, I think what was really interesting, and I keep bringing up the point of, uh, you know, I really encourage everyone to listen to all these great albums because all these albums are really great. Um, saw a couple of comments where people were like, "Who is Teacher Moses?" Uh, which was which is kind of unfortunate, but I guess it's understandable, um, just due to the fact that this was more of an underground type of album, didn't really get the exposure that some of these other albums got. So totally understandable, but like I said, let's. I just hope everyone listens to each album. Yes, and I mean, just a piece, and let me just give you a little PSA right quick before we move to the next thing. If you're voting, please take a few seconds. All of this stuff is on YouTube, thanks to the wonders of technology. 
And, you know, just span through the tracks really quickly if you aren't familiar with it. So you can actually give a unbiased opinion, unless we're talking about Keith Sweat, because I'm riding with Keith. Forget y'all. But give an unbiased opinion of an album. So we can that way we can actually have a full-fledged opinion. So when we name the best album, it's truly the best album. And you're not, like, at the final four. You're like, who is Tidra? Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> And uh, the next matchup we've got is Baby Faces, the day album, Indie-Ire's Acoustic Soul. Um, Baby Faces ended up winning that one. Any uh, any comments on that? Uh, this is another surprise to me. I thought that India would pull it off. I thought it would be close, but I thought India would pull it off. Either, either way, I think they're really, really on the same plane. So one winning over the other doesn't keep me up at night, but... Yeah, I was a little surprised by this one. Yeah, I mean, I could have seen this one going either way. I thought India was going to pull it out as well, but maybe Faces. The Day was a dope album, too, so. All right, well, next matchup. Well, I'll, I'll name the two next matchups we've got because Erica Badu's in both of them. Mm-hmm. One, one faced Jaheem, the other one faced Drew Hill. Um,. Just first of all, talk about Mama's Gun versus Drew Hill. Uh, Drew Hill ended up winning that one. So I was surprised about that one. I really? thought I thought Erica would move on for both, but I'm happy that to see that Drew Hill made it. Yeah, I think this was the right choice. Drew Hill's album, their debut, one of my favorites. So, and Mama Gun's Mama's Gun is a great album. Um, so I was a little, I knew it'd be close, but I was. Pretty happy and pleased to see that, again, Drew pulled this one out. I think it was a good win for them. And, then of course, and deserved, too. And then, of course, the other Erica Badu album versus Jaheem's Ghetto Love. Mm-hmm. Jaheem actually had a lot of votes going for him. I think Jaheem has one of those fan bases where they might not be, you know, they might not be in the forefront all the time, but when it comes down to it, he does have that fan base going for him. And see, this is when I thought the upset would come in because... Erica is one of those artists that a lot of, I mean, a lot of fans, by younger, I mean fans who maybe came on in the past decade or two, aren't really familiar with her first work. You know Erica, you know the name, you know she's legendary, but you aren't really familiar about why she's legendary. Whereas Jaheim is a little bit closer to more modern R&B. So I thought that he would kind of get the upset on this one and pull one out on it. But again, the best album one, Erica Badu's. I'm going to hit you with another, another five-star classic here. <laughs> so, again, this one deserved it. Yep. And moving on, we got the Mary album versus Tamiya's debut album. Now, this one, I think, was a surprise to to me. Tamiya almost pulled this off. And she should have. I will ride to I till you can put it on my tombstone. This album is one of the most underrated albums of that era. And the Mary album is a solid album. But it's nowhere near as good as, you know, her first three pieces of work. Solid album, but Tamiya just blew it away. I think Tamiya was robbed on this one. Robbed. It's close, but I, th- I have to agree. The Tamiya album, probably her best work, you know. I don't know, surprising a little bit there on that one. All right. And after that... And this one, of course, I think Tom is going to wish it went another way, but it was Brandy's Never Say Never album, which I read some comments from people on Facebook saying this shouldn't have even been in the contest. 
or in the tournament, not because it's not a great album, but they think it was on another level relative to the other albums on here, which is kind of ludicrous. But yes, <laughs> but that that another level album, that album that is greater than the rest of them, defeated Amory's All I Have album, which I think is a very underrated album. Highly underrated album, and it's so weird because it only has like I mean Tom can tell you like maybe nine or ten tracks, pure fire from front to end. Like by far, this album annihilates Never Say Never, but. Again, as we talked about on the other side of the brackets, Brandy's Never Say Never and Full Moon, the fan bases just think those things are just like came from heaven itself. Jesus came down, opened the silver plan, like, here y'all go, because they that banging. Solid albums? Nowhere near as good as all I have. Sorry. If Tom was reviewing albums back in 2002, that A. Marie was getting a five. A. Marie would get a five from me too, homie. <laughs> so again, we got a couple more matchups that we haven't finished yet. I'm gonna make sure we get that done before the week is over. This one, I think, um, this one I think is more so just based on name rather than the albums themselves, because I don't think either album is that amazing. But that's Boyz II Men's Evolution album versus SWV's New Beginning album. What do you, yeah, what do you it's weird because both albums. And I'm going to go with um, Evolution to pick up the win here. But, you know, both of these are, I wouldn't say lesser albums, but they certainly are in the echelon, the upper echelon of these two um, distinctive groups. Yeah, I mean, I, I totally agree with you. But I think that, I think Voice to Men is going to pull it out. Yeah, I agree. Um, well, we'll see who they face because... Whoever wins this matchup faces them, and that's Mariah Carey's Butterfly album versus Dave Hollister's Chicago 85 album, which is beloved by a lot of R&B fans. Yes, and rightfully so. Outstanding album, but again, it's going up against a big hitter here, and I don't know if um, my homie Dave can pull it out. Just overmatched here. There's no, I, mean, I can't see any way he does. Yeah. Nah. Unfortunate, but moving on. Got a couple more where we do have the results for. This, I think, is you know my pick just to win this all, and that's Usher's Confession album. Uh, faced against Playa's Cheers to You album, which I think a lot of people would have picked the Usher album, but you got to give it up to the Playa album. That was a great album. Man, that album, that was... I wanted that to be our Cinderella story, but it was just <laughs> matched up against... It just didn't work. Like, when you go up against Megatron and the gun is already cocked, it's too late, homie. Uh, Usher, I, again, I agree, is my pick to win. We'll see. You know, we've seen crazier things with voting. But, man, Cheers to You is so great. Man. Who's playing? <laughs> well... Muscle players in this case. Did we get any of those comments? What happened? Did we get any of those comments saying who's player? No, surprisingly not. Okay. Better not. Keep my blood pressure down. Right. So the next matchup we had, and this was really close as well, it was Mariah Carey's Daydream album versus Deborah Cox's One Wish album. Now, Ed, I know you love Deborah Cox. Yes. We've seen your website where you go on about how amazing Deborah Cox is. Do you think she could she She's should so have fine. Beat, do you think she could have or should have beat Mariah Carey for this one? No, not for this one. Um I mean her best work to me is 
probably her first album but even that i don't think would have matched up very well against daydream it's just too much history too much massive singles behind it another just bad draw for for my girl but again gotta give it up for right now we were that on that now in terms of how you guys are basing these decisions and making your opinions is this strictly based on just quality of album or are you guys also looking at you know the history of it sales and just impact I think you have to click. For me, you have to incorporate all that. You can't be just like, oh, well, I like this one song on this album better than this one song on this album. You have to look at the quality of the overall album. You have to look at the historical impact. Who did it influence? Who did it, you know, what doors did it open? Did it try new levels of production? I think those are the things you have to really incorporate because. Man, don't get me talking about how we throw around the word classic these days. I think those are the qualities that define a classic, and those define a good album. So, for me, I weigh all of those. For me, I just went with which album has better songs. That's how I chose the winner. Well, of course, and that too. And that's fair. (laughs) So, the next matchup we've got, we, we only have a couple left to go, but this one is the Destiny's Child album, Writings on the Wall. Versus Eric Benet's A Day in the Life, um, Destiny's Child album. Everyone seems to love that album. Um, how is that album? This one too. How has that album aged in the last 15 years? You know, I popped it in a few years ago because I remember really, really liking it. And yeah, it's you know, poppy, whatever. But I still think it holds up. It's still probably their best album, not only for recognition and mainstream appeal but just overall quality i think they were at their peak before you know members started dropping in and out i think that's probably you know some worse we saw some of their last best r&b work as well oh no question kind of more into the pop lane but man eric benet he didn't he didn't have a shot here did he no, it was a wrap. And I mean, and this was not a bad album at all, but again, a lot of folks on this side of the bracket are getting some rough draws. Yeah. Yep. And the next one, this this was a tough one for me personally. Oh, yes. I saw this and I was like, it's a wrap for Buddha. He's going to just thank <laughs> This one was, I can't even pick, but you got Jagged Edge's uh, J.E. Heartbreak album against Genuine's sophomore album, 100% Genuine. I think let me get, let me first off just say that these two are amazing albums. If we were if 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 I was reviewing albums, you know what I would give these in terms of stars. <laughs> How many player? Not many? not one, not two, not three, not four, but five. I just need to give you like a can of those Campbell Soup stars and just dump it all over the place because it'd be <laughs> stars everywhere Why with not? you and these two albums. So anyway, I don't. Uh, yeah, go this on. is a tough one for me, player. Like, of all the matchups, I think this is the one that I, I just would not know because they're so even. It's just so even to me. I think I might go with Genuine, but it's, it's the toughest, most even match in the whole, whole turn. I think I would go with Jagged Edge because I think there's a few songs on the Genuine album I could do without. But on the mm-hmm. jagged edge, there might not be any. See, the only thing for me, 
And and I wouldn't be mad at you if you if you voted for that. But I think the one thing that I don't like about the genuine album, if I'm remembering it right, it's been a few years since I listened to it. I don't. And this is a personal preference. I don't like the songs that have like the long outros and then like the long kind of like skits at the end. And genuine's album had a couple of those, and those tend to annoy me. So that I might give the edge on Je just because it's a little bit more succinct. But yeah, song for song, man, it's tough. It is tough, it's but Genuine ended up pulling that one off. Jagged Edge almost did it, but Genuine, a little, you know, a couple more votes, and there we have it. Um, yep. The next one we've got is Alicia Keys' debut album versus Ashanti's debut album. Ashanti almost did this. She almost got enough votes to win this, but the Alicia Keys fans, very last minute, said, nope, that's not happening, so Alicia Keys is moving on. Man, Buddha probably stuffing the ballots on this one because I just knew Ashanti <laughs> would pull it out. But I was shocked. I will say, and I will go on record, that I think songs in A minor is a overrated album. It is not bad, but it is far from five star quality. I do think it deserved a win here, but I don't think it's as good as some people say. I, I disagree, believe it or not. I think it's five star quality. Huh. And listen, really? to, listen to that album today, man. It's through the test of time. That's my humble. It just has to me. It has. Oh, go ahead. No, I was gonna say no. Oh, go ahead. The, to me, I, I I think it's the near the end of the album. There's some point in the album. It's either near the end or right before the middle. Where it kind of loses some steam, like significantly, and then picks up again. It might be maybe at the end of the first half, because I remember liking a lot of the songs near the end. It's not a bad album at all, but I had five star none. Now, the Diary album, that I feel like is her best work, but songs in A minor still has some real spots to me. But uh, to each his own. I just think you're listening wrong. <laughs> Please. <laughs> My ears are made of platinum, player. <laughs> To each its own, indeed. Now, the next one, uh, Maxwell almost pulled this off. It was against the R. Kelly R album. Mm-hmm. Um, just talk about these two albums. And, you know, R. Kelly ended up winning it, which I think was kind of expected, but I also thought Maxwell could have done it, too. So, just talk about these yeah. two. Yeah. We had a discussion on my site um, a few, might have been a few months ago, where I was spotlighting Maxwell for something. And I was talking about Embryo. And a lot of fans were saying that they felt like now was the quintessential Maxwell album and I know a lot of them would vote for that over the R album to me though I do think R although it was quite lengthy I think that it just has a little bit more diversity and definitely more mainstream appeal so I I see why it got the win if it were for me I might have voted for Maxwell but again not mad at all for Kelly for moving on I think my main complaint with R is the length as well, double album. Yes. Could have done with without a bunch of the songs, but overall it's a quality project. Right. And you know, nineties R. Kelly. Um, next matchup we have, this one we haven't completed yet. In the middle of completing it, John B's cool relax album, Escapes Off the Hook album. Um this will be interesting. I know we have a lot of John B fans. We also have a lot of fans who just love 90s R&B female groups, so who knows? What do you guys think will happen here? John B is going to steamroll escape and then slip past Maxwell in the next round. Huh. 
Well, I mean, I will not argue with that. John B. is annihilating Escape here, which is a shame. I love Off the Hook. I think it's a great album. It's very, very, very underrated. Um, I think their third album, Trace of My Lipstick, is a little better. But still, I think it's a great album, but it ain't matching up to Cool Relax. It's John B.'s got that one. I think if Maxwell can beat John B. in the next round, assuming Maxwell can get by next, I think the Maxwell album has a shot to make it to the to the final uh, of this bracket. Right. Even even chopping confessions possibly. Don't sleep on that Maxwell. That's a five star album. And I don't know if I'd say it was five stars, <laughs> homie, but oh, it is man. a very good album. Very good album. Uh, I do think it'll beat next. We will see. I do think it'll beat next, and I would be very interested in seeing Maxwell going up against John B because that's going to be a tough one I would give it to John B to advance just because of how ravenous the fan base is but that one would be like really duking it out I'd like to see that one. but don't don't write it off next jeez you guys aren't going to give Escape any love huh <laughs> I love Escape but they ain't getting out of this one with their heads attached sorry well and that wraps up this bracket uh, like I said we still got a couple left to go Got a couple of more exciting matches matches that we still want to uh, finish off. Faith Evans and Brandy. Can't wait to see what happens with that. Um, another thing I kind of want to point out, and I don't know what's going on with our fan base, but we got to do a better job with voting. Uh, maybe it's maybe it's my fault for making it confusing, but you guys are when we have four albums and two of them are facing against the other two, you're voting for two albums that are supposed to be facing each other, and that's kind of making the voting thing kind of hard. So, uh, let's try to read a little bit and uh, vote for the right people. <laughs> I'm trying to be as nice yes, as I can as, on this. As a man who pay, who gets paid to write, yes, please read. Before you run up in the comments or get confused, just please read. Right, so when Brandy and Faith Evans match up against each other, please don't say Brandy and Faith Evans. Because that's, <laughs> that's not going to work. I disagree. <laughs> I disagree. If you say something, if you see something you like... Don't even read. Just shout it out. Just shout it out. Throw it against the wall. <laughs> See. <laughs> so anyway, uh, the last question I wanted to ask you guys was, uh, well, I got a couple more questions, but uh, just in terms of this side of the bracket, which two are going to make it to the final to the final four? Well, if you ask your boy, I think we're looking at Never Say Never and Confessions. I think that's to me is pretty clear cut. But my man Tom might have a different opinion. Tony Braxton. Wait, what are you talking about? The bottom, the top, and the bottom. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Tony Braxton. I think it'll edge out Brandy, and it, either Maxwell or John B. Sleeper pick. Wow, someone really, Mister John B's huh? gonna be John B's gonna beat out Mister Raymond. Somehow, some way. Somehow, some way. Well, luckily, I think so. Stranger things have happened. Well, luckily I'm in charge of the votes and not you, so... (laughs) (laughs) Yes, please. Um, The last question I had for you guys before I let you guys go, and, you know, we'll we'll do this every week just to give everyone an update on how everything is going, and I hope you guys give us some some feedback on this podcast just to see, you know, what's working and what's not. But the last question I wanted to ask you guys, you know, we've put so many great albums on here. Um, what albums do you kind of feel like missed out on this or should have been on this? Do you guys have any? Oh, oh yes. The biggest 
um, omission to me is Kelly Price's debut. That album to me probably smashes most of the albums on this list. That that's really the only one that's like a huge omission. I'm sure it would have been knocked out of the first round, whatever. But I think it deserves a spot. I gotta go with Tweet debut, Southern Hummingbird, uh, uh, and also good pick. Even Nicole Ray's uh, debut, Make It Hot. But I don't know if that would have would have made it far, but. but. No, it wouldn't. But let me tell you about that, that album. That it, that album, I don't know what it is about it because technically, when you when you when when reviewer Ed puts on his reviewer hat and starts picking stuff apart, it's not a perfect album. But that album, to this day, I can still listen to, and I, it's like '98 all over again. I love that album. It jams. That's all you got to say. It jams so hard. That's that's it. <laughs> Every track. Yeah. All right, and the last question, I think Tom had already answered this. His Dark Horse pick is obviously the John John B. album. So now that we know the results of a bunch of these, which would be the unexpected win but could still be a realistic win, what album would that be? Hmm. I don't know. Maybe I could maybe see fan mail sneak around. To the end, but really, so far, just the way the brackets are matching up, I do think that Maxwell next John B. Not poor escape, but I think that three that could be some uh, dark horse coming out of that. But really, it's just the heavy hitters right now. I think we'll start to see some people weed out as the tournament moves on. But I think if you look at that bottom right bracket, it could be some interesting things going on there. Unless TLC gets weird and. Sorry, shocking people. I'll, I'll give you one from each bracket. The Aaliyah album, which we already discussed. Oh, one in a million. Mm-hmm. Um, the Jodeci album, I think it's, I could see going far to the final. Um, I already gave you the John B. And then from, from the top, I, I could see this one playing out normally. Either Randy or Tony Braxton. Yeah. And I and as much as I love secrets, I, I really deserves to win this bracket. I don't even see it beating Brandy, but prove a brother wrong. We'll see. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, you know that's all I got for you guys. Um, so, do you guys have anything to add on until we uh, we bounce and uh, come back next week and see what happens? No, I'm. Just ready to see what's going on. In your me time, in between time, go to soulandstereo.com to see what your boy's fussing about. Other than that, I'm just ready to see where this voting lands. Y'all done knocked out Keith, so I have no horse in this thing. So let's see what's going. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Again, I want to thank everyone for even just participating in this. This has been really fun for us, just as I'm sure it has been for you guys. Uh, Definitely want to, you know, moving forward, continue with these um, things where we kind of incorporate the fans into it because you know at the end of the day you don't find a lot of people especially nowadays in the younger generation you don't find a lot of R&B lovers so the ones that we do have along with the old time R&B lovers let's keep it all one happy family and let's just have fun with this we all love the music man so let's just keep um, the, the genre alive 